This is Government Gone Digital. I'm Dana Birchman, Chief Digital Officer here in Gilbert, Arizona, and I'm here today for a very special podcast episode with two of my fantastic team members, Jennifer Harrison and Lauren Oxford, and we're, we talk about social media a lot, but we're really excited because we recently surpassed followers in Instagram over Facebook, which I thought was really interesting in Gilbert, and I know that not every city puts a huge investment into social media, but we do definitely here in Gilbert. In fact, Lauren's full-time job is dedicated to managing our more than 30 channels, and she's fantastic and fabulous at it. But I thought it would be cool to sit down and really talk about what on Instagram specifically you've done to really build that following and help carry us over the edge. And I think it it really is echoing the way the world is also focusing more on Instagram these days than on Facebook. And so I love it, love it, love it when I always say in government, well, this is the way the world works. This is why we do it. So this was a great example of just like the world is shifting to Instagram, so are Gilbert residents. And so should we on where we put our focus on social media. So let's talk about some of the things that you've done, especially over the last year, I would say, to really bring up that following and engage people. And I just, I love everything you do, so. Definitely. Um, just something interesting, too, when I was trying to look into some of the stats for this was that our Facebook and Instagram account started around the same time in 2012. Um, but Facebook has been around a little bit longer. Um, but with Instagram, we've noticed lately that our reach has been growing a lot. And I think there's a few reasons for that. Um, just starting also with Facebook, there's been a lot more distrust in the past couple years, and then also just people maybe thinking that Facebook is a more negative platform and don't want to spend as much time on mm -hmm. there, and just seeing the shift for more people going on to Instagram. So that's, I think, a big part of it, too, is why we're not seeing as many followers um, growing on Facebook. And if we look, so since January 1st, since the beginning of the year in 2019, uh, we've grown on Facebook with 2,600 new followers, um, whereas with Instagram, we've had over 7,400 new followers, which just goes to show how crazy it's changed on Facebook and Instagram. So that was a 12% growth for Facebook and a 42% growth on Instagram, and we have over 24,000 followers on Instagram, which just blows my mind. Um, but yeah, there's really some basic things that you guys can do to grow your following on Instagram. And I think the best place to start is just with best practices. So with our content on Instagram, when I think of Instagram, I think of like the pretty photos and like having like yes. <laughs> a branded <laughs> profile and everything. And unfortunately, we can't really get away with that with being a local government account. So we try to say, like, don't shy away from posting the same type of content that you're posting on Facebook and Twitter, even though it might not seem like the most appropriate place to put that information. Um, but really, we are reaching a little bit of a different demographic when we're on Instagram, and those people want to see that content, too. Um, so by posting consistently on Instagram, that's just the first step to growing your following. So we post one to three times a day. 
Um, and then also just basic stuff like making sure you're including your location on your post. So putting Gilbert, Arizona as the location so people can find you more easily when they're looking in the explore section. And then also using hashtags. So we use about 11 hashtags a post. <laughs> 11. <laughs> Why 11, Lauren? <laughs> Tell us. That's just the number that seems to work well for us. But honestly, I've seen it all... <laughs> I've and this is it. why we love you. This is amazing. <laughs> no, but I mean, we've seen it all over the board. I've, I've seen so many articles that recommend like how many hashtags to use. And every time I see an article, it's a different number. Like they're like, only use five hashtags. No, use 30 hashtags. So just whatever you can include in there, it makes it easier for people to find your content if they're not following you already. Um, and then when we're talking about hashtags, if you're trying to figure out which ones to actually use... So being Gilbert, Arizona, a city, we want to use location hashtags. So we use hashtag Gilbert AZ, hashtag Gilbert, Arizona, hashtag Gilbert. And then we'll also do like hashtag PHX for Phoenix. So the metro area. Um, and then also using campaign hashtags. So we'll use hashtag life in Gilbert, which was our theme last year for our digital state of the town. And it's our theme for the year. That one people catches on, yeah, right? Yeah, Everyone no. else starts using it, exactly. which is the point, and but is awesome to see. So people, again, even still this year, are using the hashtag Life in Gilbert uh, hashtag just because it's so easy to incorporate into posts. Um, and then the theme for this year is hashtag Coming to Gilbert. And then also tying into national hashtags. So the hashtag National Dog Day. Um, just doing like all of those fun trending hashtags too for people to find you. And I love that now on Instagram, you can actually just follow hashtags. We just launched or opened Gilbert Regional Park recently, and I follow that hashtag, hashtag Gilbert Regional Park. And it's fun to see the posts that other people are sharing about the park that I wouldn't have seen if I hadn't followed that hashtag. So hashtags are huge and probably have really played into why um, we've grown so much, especially in the last year. Exactly. And I I feel like when people use hashtags, they might not completely understand how they work exactly but just going through some of our posts if you guys don't know so on Instagram you can go to a specific post click on the insights section of the post and then when you like swipe through there's actually a section that shows you how many people saw your post because of your hashtags so we literally get hundreds of people seeing our posts because of the hashtags that we include on there. Yeah. And Lauren, I love you because you're so, for many reasons, but one, because you're so strategic about, I think a lot of cities too, they um, just kind of post without a lot of rhyme or reason. And you're very strategic and thoughtful about when you're posting and why. And it's really quite complicated. And the analytics that you use to drive what you're going to post and when and and how you're doing it exactly why I laughed about the 11 hashtags because I know you have this down to a perfect science and that you're always willing to try something different and kind of shift on a dime and try trends when you see them happening happening nationally and I think it's been really powerful in helping to draw people to our content because most people wouldn't think that following a government account would be very exciting I mean let's be honest other than TSA, which does those funny things that you can't bring on your plane, I don't think there's many government organizations I'm following on Instagram, if I'm you know, being frank. Yeah. But I think for us, what you've done is you've just, what we always wanted to do, because so many cities, they do this as an afterthought. Maybe it's someone else that's 
posting on their lunch break going on, but you're very thoughtful about the content when you're posting and why, and there's a whole reason behind it. And I love when you send your reports at the end of the month and show the analytics and how we've grown. And that's where we really noticed that we'd surpassed here in Instagram, but you're constantly focused in on those numbers and the data behind it. And I think that that's really amazing. Um, and I love some of the creative out of the box ways you've thought about using it, the tool. So maybe we could talk about a few of those, like the Instagram stories yeah, and so Instagram stories is just another feature of Instagram and is a big part of how people find us. Um, so Instagram wants us to be able to use all of their features. So if you're not using all of their features, it's going to be harder for them to want to show your content to people that aren't following you. So Instagram stories, we like to use it for behind the scenes a lot of the time. So doing like ride-alongs with different people um, like I did one with a park ranger and um, just getting to show people like what he does every day and uh, showing like tours of our different facilities that we have here. So doing one at one of our wastewater treatment plants, um, doing one at a water quality treatment plant. So showing how water starts at the treatment plant and then goes all the way to residents' homes. Um, people love seeing who works for the town, putting a face to their local government and interacting that way. And then there's just a lot of different cool features that Instagram Stories has that other platforms don't. So there's like st different stickers that you can include on there, including like polls. Um, you can do different quizzes if you want to help educate um, your audience about uh, just like cool stats that you might have, like the number of fire hydrants in Gilbert. So just different and unique ways to interact with people using that uh, feature. I think I learn new, something new every time you do a quiz. I think I know everything about Gilbert and then I take <laughs> your quizzes and I learn something new. Um, I also love that with Instagram stories, you know, we get a lot of video requests throughout the organization. Everybody wants a video, but not every request requires an entire video. And so we've been able to utilize Instagram stories. And by we, I mean you, Lauren, have been able to utilize Instagram stories to feature um, those areas of the organization where it doesn't necessarily require a full video, but makes a really cool behind the scenes look on Instagram stories. Um, I think to the, um, was it the wastewater where they did the scuba diving yeah, yeah. Um, down at one of our retention basins to make sure that it was still functional. They were doing some annual maintenance. And so you went behind the scenes with them bright and early in the morning to show the community kind of how we're maintaining Gilbert's infrastructure to make sure that it lasts for years to come. So that's, I mean, you've been doing a great job at that. And I think a lot of times it makes more sense for an Instagram stories than a video too. It sounds like more like high quality doing a video, but with Instagram stories, really people do feel like they're more behind the scenes because it's in the moment type posts where they disappear after 24 hours and it's more personable where you get to actually put people on camera talking, um, to the residents. And if people have questions and they can respond right away on there too, which is great. Yeah. And I mean, this is really a full-time job. I recently took over, I did an Instagram takeover for um, the Bloomberg Harvard City Leadership Initiative. And it was so much work and so much responsibility that I felt when I was in charge of someone else's account. And I had such a newfound respect for you and the job that you do because it's one thing when you run your own personal Instagram page and you're like, this is just what I'm doing or I'm posting and I don't really think about it or I can delete it if I want to. But when you have to be the voice for an organization like ours or 
many parts of our organization where you have a lot of different voices, whether it's the mayor or the city manager or the fire department or the police department or the town accounts that you're managing and kind of understanding what content goes where and how you would talk about it there. That's really, it's, <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. Like I had never put myself in that situation. I mean, I'd posted on our town accounts and stuff before, but I had never been in charge of someone else's account. And I thought, wow, I can't mess this up, right? Like, <laughs> all these people were looking at it. And so it's a lot of time. And I would find myself, and this is where I literally kept thinking about you because it was like before I would post something, I would re-read what I had, you know, written the hashtag like a thousand times and make sure you got it right because it is important to be accurate. And like you said, make sure you're tagging the right people. Make sure you're putting the correct hashtags. Make sure that they're spaced appropriately, whatever that looks like. And it's a lot of work. And I don't think that cities traditionally have understood that to do this and do it well, you have to make an investment into a full-time person Definitely. to do this. It's not just an intern job, <laughs> which I think a lot of people think of when they think of social media, but it does take a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. You're like a perfectionist and you don't make any errors, probably because you catch them. If you do, I don't know, but I never <laughs> see them. And it's fascinating to me and I think it's it is an art form and like what you do strategically about using stories or posts or when you're posting where and what I just think other cities really should look to you um on so Instagram sweet. really and to follow and, and 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 emulate because I think like I said it's not you know about going on your lunch break and retweeting on Twitter anymore or just posting kind of haphazardly on Facebook but thinking about the platforms that work best for your demographic and mm -hmm. audience and I think you know our residents are really young so Instagram is where they are and you're reaching them there yeah and um Going back to new followers, um, something fun that we did was a contest. We've started doing a couple more contests on Instagram to help grow our following. So we did, uh, and what I would recommend with contests is making it as simple as possible. So for contests, we'll usually do step one, follow Gilbert Your Town, and step two, tag two friends. And so it's just a super simple way for people to follow our account or discover it that maybe weren't before. Um, and just having like a cool prize. So we gave away three uh, Gilbert t-shirts and did a collaboration with a local company here called State 48 and they're really popular t-shirts. Um, so we gave those away and uh, we had 135 new followers on the first day of the contest. And then throughout the week we had 334 new followers. So, um, and if you compare that to how many we have a month, so on average we have about 700, 775 new followers a month. So just from that contest, we had 334. Um, so that's a super simple way for people to also, if they're trying to kickstart their Instagram. Exactly. So what do you, where do you look to, to get inspiration from? Cause I think that that's important for people out there that want to do this. Like where should they be looking besides Gilbert, your town on Instagram, where should they be looking for inspiration? Yeah, um, some of the ones that I like to follow, I love Bon Appetit <laughs> on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Their Instagram stories are incredible. Also, their posts are incredible, but for Instagram stories, they're just super clean. Um, they keep them, you know, to the point, short, um, but they feature, like, lots of cool restaurants and places to check out for food. Um, 
That's like those tasty videos. I'm obsessed with yeah. them. Cookie decorating videos. Yes. They're oh. just so soothing. I, I don't know why. It gets me every time. And you watch the whole video. You're like, I have to watch it to the end to see what it looks like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I know. And I always laugh because I say, I watch so many of these and I never actually go and make what they are. It's kind of strange. Like, I wonder why. I'm sure like somewhere inside, I'm thinking I'm going to go back to them one day when I have a lot of time on my hands and make all these recipes. <laughs> I just find them enjoyable, know, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. The way they're done, and but it's know. cool because you can like save the post so you can go back to it later. Um, yeah, I follow a lot of them are food based that I follow, or dog based, <laughs> or dog based. Oh my gosh, we rate dogs is just so good. Goals, Your happy place, <laughs> place. <laughs> happy place for sure. Yeah, no, same thing. I find that the food for some reason that really is like the soothing thing to kind of watch, but I found that. More and more so things that I used to Google traditionally, if I wanted to know something about them, like let's just say it's like a home decorating thing or something fashion related or even work related, instead of Googling it or even going on Twitter and searching, I'm finding that I'm going to Instagram more and more and searching for whatever that hashtag is or whatever that topic is. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of an interesting habit that has changed. And it's just... And I don't know why, but I just feel like that's the place where I'm finding more information. Like, Maybe just because you know, like, in, especially if you go to someone's page or, like, account. Oh, I know my face. It's like you'll, you will you can see everything on their newsfeed. Yes. Or, no, on, exactly. or on their profile. Target does it again. Yeah. Our two people. <laughs> and Costco, and Costco. Does it again. Yes, yes. So these two people, they shop through Target and they find all their favorite things and post them that they love in Target. And the best is they tell you, they're like, this is not available online. This is in the, these special stores only, or this is limited time. Or And I have bought so many <laughs> things through clicking through. Like when they say it's not online, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to go to the store and find it. But if they have the link to it, then I'll click through. And I have purchased so many items through Instagram. Instagram clicking on the target does it again because they do feature the most amazing things and sometimes I just go to their feed to see if I miss something and I scroll back and I'm like where's that leopard skirt I never saw that Uh before how did I miss that and then I'm like I need that in my life oh I've made my entire Costco shopping list from Costco does it again yeah like it's just you know things you don't see in stores like Target or Costco when there's so many things in their stores I mean, they just kind of feature the the highlights and what other people are wanting, right? It goes back to that user-generated content of like, well, what are other people doing? Like mm-hmm. other people like me, what are they doing or what are they using? And of course, if they're using it, I'll probably like it or want it. And so um, that's why Gilbert those are- Gilbert does it again. I know. Gilbert does it again. <laughs> Done. Done. New, we can do that. A new idea just sprung from this amazing <laughs> podcast episode. But I do think, Lauren, you know, I know it's it's- when it's your job, I'm sure at times it's daunting, but I just do think that you have done such a great job. And the reason we've been so successful is because you've understood what was happening in the landscape out in the world of social media and have stayed on top of it. You travel to conferences and do the training and you're always studying new tools and tricks and tips that are out there to make it better. And I think that's a huge reason why. So if there's anyone listening, like what are, what would be like the top three things you would tell them as far as like, maybe there's like a newsletter or a particular conference that you find really valuable, but what, where else could they get started? Yeah. So one of my favorite uh, blogs to subscribe to is later. Um, I think it's just later.com. Um, but they have a scheduling tool for Instagram. We use Sprout Social, but I still am a huge fan of Later. And they just give out weekly, basically, like, newsletter article tips. Um, 
all about Instagram and Instagram stories. And that's like where I basically learned everything with Instagram. They're also great to follow on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So check them out. Um, Social Media Examiner is a good one. Um, I've gone to their conference the past couple years, um, Social Media Marketing World. Um, So that's a great one. Oh, and the Buffer Podcast is a great one too. They have some good tips to check out on there. Yeah, and I think they're applicable for everyone. So again, even if you're in government or not, these are all great tools that you can use if you want to you know, really up your Instagram following or just get started. Don't be intimidated. Like again, you know, I just, I love seeing that because when I started in 2012, I remember here that our mayor was the only mayor not on Twitter in all of the Phoenix metro area. And so we did, we had to start from scratch and we were, I felt like we were already behind. And now to see how far ahead of so many other, every other city pretty much, um, at least all the ones that we benchmark against nationally, even um, the our engagement is really high. So tell everyone where they can find us and all of your channels. <laughs> so most of them are going to be under Gilbert Your Town uh, for Instagram and Twitter, and then it's Gilbert Town Hall on Facebook. But you can find all of our accounts at gilbertaz.gov/connect. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you both for joining us. You are the best, and I. Just really think if, you know, you want to learn more and you're listening to this podcast, just go check out the content also that is posted on our channels because we don't just put the same content across every channel either. It's very customized based on, like you said, who's following, what and what their expectation might be or what they'd want to see. So you do a terrific job of it. Thank you. Hope others take notice. So yes, thank you to all our listeners for listening and we'll see you soon from Gilbert, Arizona on Government Gone Digital. Gone Digital.